This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, this is our first interview for the Corner of Gray Street podcast, and we have a very special guest with you guys this week, Michael DePonio. And Michael is Mr. 400 Show Man. SPAC Night 2 was his 400th Dave Matthews Band show, which is truly an incredible accomplishment. Wow. Congratulations, Michael. Yeah, let's give him a round of applause. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed SPAC, man. How was it? Um, And just overall, how was the weekend? Was there a favorite show, a favorite highlight from either of the shows? Uh, it, it was it was great. Um, it's always great there. It's definitely one of my favorite venues to see them at. Um, had a fun time. Uh, one thing I actually did that I've never done before is I went to the with my buddies that I went with. We actually went to the racetrack on Saturday and saw a couple races. Oh, so that that was kind of nice. cool. I'd never done that before. Um, Very cool. It was really cool to see Joyride again. That's one of my favorites from 04. So I was blown away that they played that. Did not expect it at all. Yeah. Uh, and, um, they, they, I mean, it was just, it's always great there. I love that venue. Wow, that's that's awesome. Uh, all right, so why don't you take us back to the beginning? Uh, what was your first show, and what do you remember from that? My first show was May of 99 at, uh, at home here in, um, from Michigan. It was at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Uh, it was the first show, actually. They played two nights. And what was interesting about this show is it was supposed to be Friday night. And the Pistons had a playoff game, and they moved that show to Thursday. So I went. Uh-huh. I was at the Thursday <laughs> show. Um, I do remember that from that. And it was funny because Dave said something about the fact Y'all interested in going to the basketball game tomorrow? And the, the Pistons weren't very good, even though they were in the playoffs. So nobody really did anything. And he's like, I'm interested in going to the basketball game tomorrow. So I do remember that. <laughs> um, and I actually did go to the basketball game the next night. And they showed them in the suite. They showed them on the screen in the suite. I do remember oh, wow. that. Oh, wow. Um, as far as the first show goes, I, I wasn't a huge fan, obviously. I knew I had two albums. I knew of them. Um, I had friends that had told me they know how much I love live music and they're like, you have to check this band out. And I finally did. And I just remember it was, it was great. I loved it. I do remember, I remember them playing 41. I remember them playing, um, Pantella, Nagapampa into Rapunzel, but I believe they did like a heartbeat intro, which I of course had knew nothing about, even though they had been playing it that way. So I was like, wow, this is really cool how it went from that to the song um i remember they brought up jamal milner i think was the guy's name from i think it was Corey harris in the five by five that opened and i really hadn't seen many bands bring somebody out to play songs with them i thought that was really cool and i know he did too much and i think he he was on the encore of all along the watchtower um i i remember driving oh, drive out oh, that's awesome so he just he shredded a couple songs 
yeah, he did. He did on guitar, so that was kind of cool, electric guitar. Um, and I, like I said, I do, I do remember Drive In, Drive Out. I remember them playing that because I, I loved the drum beats in that. I thought that was really cool. Um, hearing, hearing it on the album was good, and then seeing it live, I was like, wow, this is so much more intense, so much better. So um, that's what I remember from that first show. I do remember also, though, actually, they opened with Don't Drink the Water because I always remember that's the first song I ever saw them do. Oh, that's awesome. Same here. <laughs> a lot of people can say that, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is these days, I guess, would uh, would DTE be technically your home venue? Yes, DTE would be okay. my home venue. Okay. That's awesome. So how many shows have you seen? I guess you go every single year to your hometown show, like bar none, absolutely going. Oh, yeah. I mean, ever since I would say... In 2000, I saw the show at Comerica Park, and then the okay. next year there were two there in 01. Those were two great shows. I do remember those in Comerica Park. And then after that, they started playing the Palace again. Um, mm. So I think I saw one, two, the Vote for Change tour was there. I think I saw three there, and then from 06 on, if I'm not mistaken, they've played DTE. In fact, I know that's right, from 06 on, except for when they, in 11, obviously they didn't play here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, one of my buddies, he just moved up there from Chicago. He lives in Detroit now. So um, that would be his only option. He doesn't really get to see them. But um, that's pretty cool. I mean, you've had a couple of different venues and everything. Um, Do you know, speaking of venues, like, do you know what your most attended venue is? Or do you have a favorite? I do, actually, um, because I was looking at this because I thought for sure my favorite is the Gorge. And I thought for sure that that was where I've seen the most. Um, but this year, and, and it will change again after the gorge is done. This year, as of this time right now when you're speaking to me, Deer Creek beats it by one. I've seen 30 shows at the gorge, and I've seen now with the two this year, 31 at Deer Creek. But once wow. once Labor Day's over, I'll, I'll the gorge will be back in front with 33. <laughs> it's like a yearly competition. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Is there anywhere else like that you have not been yet that you really want to see DMB play? I'm sure you've been to all the big venues, I would assume. Um, is there anywhere that, you know, in 400 shows that you have not been to yet or that you're hoping DMB will play? There actually is one, and I had tickets to it, but I couldn't. Something came up and I couldn't go. It's and and I haven't been. They haven't played their back since. Is Red Rocks? I've never seen uh, them there. I could see that answer coming. Mm-hmm. What year do you think you saw the most shows? I, I actually the most shows was 2010. I saw 35. Wow. What, what what about that uh, tour? Well, I think it's because I I had a I had a bunch lined up but when once they came out and said that they weren't touring in 11 i think i added maybe about six or seven to Uh, and actually what helped too was they had that small three-week fall tour so i could throw in a few more weekends did you uh did you come up to charlottesville for um those last two yes i was at both of those fans yeah well uh, one of us was at both me and the other one was a loser and missed night one so he still doesn't have a spoon Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, regret that. I can actually say every show they've played at John Paul Jones Arena, I've been at. Wow. Oh, man. Man. 
I think we've uh, I've been to all but three. I think. Yeah, you probably have. That's a yeah. that's a cool place. That's that's awesome that you uh, did that many that year. That was actually a good year to see the band. Really, um, there was a lot of variety. I think that tour. There was absolutely. So, Michael, has it ever been? about the number of shows at all or has it always been about you know the band the music uh the people that you're experiencing it with um or your own personal enjoyment like have you ever been like oh well i'm at such and such number i need to get to here or has it always been about what you're there for you know it's not not really i mean i definitely didn't start you know i saw them the first time and i was like okay i gotta see these guys again because i love concerts um and i love bands that play different songs every night it makes it worthwhile so i wasn't like okay i gotta get to this number it just just the net in 2000 i went to 10 and then the next year i went to probably 15 16 and they just kept adding because it was you know at first maybe it was about okay i want to see these different songs live but i got right. to a point but uh, and then obviously you meet people and that helps make the experience um, but it's really just it's about the music it's just seeing different and as years go by songs change too so it's like, wow, I like, I like that. I like the way they do that song now. You know, it's, it's kind of cool. Like two step makes right. different changes through the years. Um, sometimes it, it, it per, personally speaking, sometimes God, I wish they played it that way before, you know, but I, I'm all about change. I'm all about seeing it differently. So I don't mind. Um, but that's really, it's, and, and obviously the experiences, the, the different towns, meeting different people, meeting up with different people at the same town, that, that the whole experience has become more it was really more about the music at first and it still is that's what if it wasn't there i wouldn't be doing it but um it now has included the experience and the people that i've met and been able to enjoy it with along the way that's awesome you definitely have a i mean such a unique perspective when it comes to stuff like that you've seen so much um do you think the band or management are aware of you i don't think they do um i do know that um dave's vocal coach rob i've met him over the years, he definitely knows the count. Um, oh. And he, he thinks it's amazing. He actually was pretty cool. Uh, he said to me, he, he always seems to find me at, at I mean, I see maybe like, I go to probably 22 shows a year on average, and I run into him these last couple of years, about five or six. And one time he came up to me, it was at Deer Creek in 18, last year, and he said, you know what, every time I see you, man, you look like you're you're hearing the song for the first time new, and, and that's what I really think is so cool about you. And I'm like, I, it that's kind of how it is for me in a way. That is an, a fantastic way to look at it. Michael, I, I'm jealous. I wish that I would look at it that way. And I think that maybe you're going to inspire me, hopefully, in future shows to look at it that way. I mean, that's awesome, man. Like, how do you how do you keep that up after 400 shows? I mean, that is like, I commend you for that. That is fantastic. I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, obviously, some songs, I'm not going to lie. It's like, oh, this song again. But you know what? I, I, what, I think one thing that helps is that I, I, I stop myself and I'm like, you know what? Somebody that's out here is seeing the song for the first time or it's their favorite song. So, I mean, I feel great for them. I really do. Right. And it kind of makes it kind of centers me or gives me a different perspective of it. Um, but yeah, other songs that it's just like I try to listen for something different. And if you if you listen good you'll you'll hear like oh wait that's that's tim's doing something different there that he didn't do the last couple times i've seen it or jeff's doing something different and and i really i really try to focus in on that that's really cool dude that is i think that's 
absolutely the best perspective I've heard. And especially for someone who's seen this many shows to still have that perspective, it's extremely um, refreshing. I mean, and, you know, piggybacking off of Nolan's question, have you ever met um, any of the band members? And if so, like, you know, what were they like? What was that situation like? Well, luckily, I can honestly say, I mean, it's not for very long periods of time, but I have been able to run into um, every member except for Leroy. Um, And and sometimes it's just passing and and getting a picture. But um, actually, I can, the one, one, two, two I remember distinctly was um, at SPAC, and I think it was 12, it was 12, um, that when they used to have opening acts, I saw Jeff was watching the opening act and I went over to him. And I, I had mentioned to him, I had seen him before at the caravan and I mentioned my show count and um, he signed my ticket and he's like, that's cool, man. Keep it up. You know, you know, uh, all this. Stuff. And then I didn't even look at it in my ticket and I keep all my ticket stuff. That's another reason why I know how many shows I've been to. It actually says, yeah. Jeff, it actually says Jeff Coffin, number 253. Cool. Oh, that's sweet. I met Carter in Indianapolis. We happened to be staying. My buddies and I were staying at the same hotel and they happened to be in the lounge after the after the, or they were going into the bar after we were in the bar and they were going outside where it was a separate area where you couldn't really get to any of the band members. But as he was walking through, he was nice enough to talk to some fans, take pictures. And, uh, my, my, a buddy of mine's always, uh, um, I'm not a big person to say how many I've been to and all that, but he's, he's like my PR guy, I guess. After his picture with Carter, he said, you got to take a picture Carter. This is his three. I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but three, somewhere in the three hundreds. And Carter looked at me and goes, damn, that's more shows than I've been to. And I was like, I, I doubt that, but that's funny. <laughs> then the one that I, I, I would really, uh, in 05, I, I happened to meet Dave. Um, it was after the show. Um, we were, I had, I used to sit with a taper friend of mine and he gave me a set list from 04 in Columbus and I always kept it in my wallet thinking if I ever ran into anybody, I would get that signed. And so I, it's just weird because it's the same venue the next year I'm driving out. Um, and I happen to see the buses and there were like four of us that just started following the buses. And we were like at a, when we got downtown to Columbus, we like, we're at a stoplight. We're like, should we do we like looking at each other? Like, do we really do this? So we basically parked by their hotel. The bus was still there. And I would say maybe about a half hour, 20 minutes uh, Dave came out and people had, people were already there. They had him sign things. They were taking pictures. I did not have, obviously there weren't smartphones back then. So I never got a picture with him, but I took out that set list and I said, Dave, would you mind signing this? And I do remember this as tonight is my 97th show. He stopped and paused and said, cool, dude, what's your name? And I said, Michael. So I have on the set list, I have signed. It doesn't really make sense, but it says, Michael, thanks. The peace symbol, Dave Matthews. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Oh, Dave's the man. Those are some awesome stories. I was going to ask, will you hit 500? I guess hopefully is the answer then. It depends on them. It all depends on them. I mean, <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I average, I still average, and I will continue to unless something, you know, unforeseen happens. But I usually am now, I've settled in at about 20 to 22 a year, and I will keep doing that. Um, and it's just up to the band. As long as they keep going, they'll have somebody there like me. Dude, that's awesome. Just to get everyone out of here, we don't want to take too much of Michael's time here. Um, we're going to do a couple of little rapid fire back and forth questions. Um, so, Michael, do you have a favorite show that you've attended? Um, honestly, I, I can't. I can't say. I can't. I mean, there's just so many great ones. 
I don't I don't have a exact favorite one. What about a favorite uh tour, like a favorite year? Um there's a, a 10 I really like 10. I didn't go to too many in 2000, but I loved that tour with the new song, the Lily White songs. 04 oh, yeah, was yeah. a great tour. I would say those stand out. 04, 00. Oh, oh, I, I hate to say it. 08 was great, even though Leroy passed away during that tour, but they were really playing well before, and Jeff came in and really, really helped them out. Um, the even years yeah, seemed to be really good <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Can't wait for next year. <laughs> how about a um do you have a favorite studio album yeah before these crowded streets is definitely yeah. that's the one that got me hooked actually what about a favorite song i don't i don't really have a one favorite song um 41 is my license plate um so number 41 is probably up there last stop i love that song two step yeah i remember i can tell you two step i remember the first time i saw it was in 2000 my second show coming out of Columbus, they ended with that. And I remember I said it to my, I said it out loud, I think, but I said it to myself, I said, they could play that song every night the way they did it. And obviously it's changed through the years, but I just, I that left an impression on me. They, the encore, I believe, was Bartender, which was the first time it was ever played and heard um, in Two Step. And I just remember just the energy from that was just like, oh my God, they could play that song every time, Two Step. Yeah. And it feels almost like every single one, especially when they were, doing the Carter solos and some jams and stuff. Every single one was like the best ever and the best ever, the best I've ever seen. They kept it's one-upping un- themselves. Yeah. And kind of um, related to that, do you have a favorite moment or one that sticks out the most out of all these shows? Just one that, you know, rings true and will always, I mean, you will never, ever forget it. Uh, a couple, I'll tell you, I'll never forget the two-step at Comerica Park the second night where it was the first time really, I, I mean, it was like 20 minutes. The Carter went crazy. I remember that. Um, I remember my first Dreaming Tree was in uh, 03 in Columbus because I, I said to the guy next to me, I was like, I can die now because that was one the one song I had never seen and I'd always <laughs> wanted to. Um, that yes. really that stands out. That really does. There was a 41 in, in 07 in Blacksburg, Virginia, the, the concert for Virginia Tech. John Mayer came out and played 41 with them, and he did a great solo. Yes. That's, that's, a, that's definitely up there. That's one of the best best 41s I've ever seen. Oh, cool. You were there. Yeah, I was at that show. That's awesome. That is a, that's that's a great one of my favorite of 40. Yes. Yes, that is one of my favorite 41s. I, I still listen to that one. Yeah, it's the only time I've been to Virginia Tech and Blacksburg. Well, I, I, I went to UVA, so Boo Tech. Oh, that's – hey – I, I get it because I I went to I went to University of Michigan so I can't stand Michigan State so. <laughs> well, Nolan works for uh, works for Duke so Duke Michigan ooh little rivalry. It is, but I don't <laughs> I don't hate him. I mean I really don't. I respect them. Wow, we like this guy too much. I really don't have a big hatred for. I, I'm being honest. I really don't have a big hatred for Duke. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're one of the few. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Exactly. Although I can tell oh, you, if we, if we hadn't won the national championship in 89, because I am more of a basketball person than football person, probably the those two losses to Duke and North Carolina the next two years, they or the, in, in, in 92 and 93, they, 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 hurt, they would hurt more if I didn't have 89. And I was in school That's in 89 it. when they won, so that. Wow, that is awesome. That had to be wow. amazing. Yeah. 
Not quite as good as uh, when you'll hit 500 shows, though. Well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us on our first ever interview for Corner of Gray Street podcast. And I mean, having Mr. 400 on is pretty special. And I really hope that I get to catch up with you in uh, West Palm. Maybe I'll see you down there. I'll be there. So for sure. I, I really appreciate you guys um, interviewing me. I mean, I have any time I'm, I'm honored that I'm the first guest. So I'm, I'm I really appreciate that, too. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. This was uh, this was a lot of fun and a lot of insight from uh, one of the goats. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely, and hopefully uh, one day we'll get uh, you up on stage so Dave will take a selfie with you. That would be cool. all right man well thank you and thank you guys for listening to our first ever interview and hope you enjoyed it I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to something about the Beatles, now on Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts.